What we practice, we make permanent. That's what I'm going to talk about in this week's show. I'm Mike Karpenko. Welcome to Fit Identity, the show where we talk about everything, think, eat, and move. Let's talk. What we are currently doing, our actions, good, bad, indifference, in silence, uh, you know, away from people, in front of people, online, offline, all those things that we are doing consistently over time, that's who we are. There's no way to deny that. There's no way to beat around the bush. There's no way to lie to yourself. It's who you are. There are a lot of people that are in denial and they're like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm a good person like 80% of the time, so that makes me good, but I'm off the rails on 20% and I'm on benders and I'm going crazy and I'll do whatever I want and that's the way I am. It's part of your identity. It's part of who you are. And I think that when we look at practicing, that is what we practice. Our habits, our patterns are what we are currently practicing to make up who we currently are. And the first part of saying, hey, how can I become more consistent and move my identity from what I'm viewing inside my head to real life experience and how I really want to have my life is to actually accept where we're at. That is the number one thing that I would say that needs to happen is a real true hard conversation with yourself to be able to say, where am I at? What am I able to do? And how long have I been here? I think that's another one. People are like, I haven't worked out for two years. Or I've been injured for three years. Or I, I am, you know, I, I put on 40 pounds over the course of six months, eight months, two years, whatever that number is. And then have this unrealistic expectation of saying, well, now I want to be able to take it off in 30, 60, or 90 days without a stream amount of stress on your body and on your brain. Like just exterior stress that's going to turn into interior stress, which is now going to turn into implosion, which is then going to turn into not being able to maintain any of the success that you were able to, to achieve if you were able to achieve it. I think that most people put that level of stress on themselves and then they end up like a sprinter trying to run a marathon and they're done very quickly. They're overwhelmed, they're stressed, and that's what makes it for an inconsistent person towards a new identity, a new health and fitness goal is too much too soon. And it's, it's, it's a very hard conversation to have with people to have them understand what they've been practicing is exactly who they are. And more than likely, if they want to achieve what's inside their head, the vision that they have for themselves, they're going to have to give up some of the things that they believe that they like, that they think are good for them, and that they, 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 they believe that really truly bring them happiness. Because ultimately, if you take inventory of your life, and what you're doing from a health and fitness standpoint or overall your financial goals, if you look at it, it all comes down to your own accountability because it's you and your own actions. You can't blame somebody else for not being healthy. You can't blame, it's, it's what you put in your mouth. It's the fact that you didn't prioritize your workouts. It's the fact that you didn't work out. It's the fact that you chose boating instead of working out. It's the fact that you chose to, you know, go fishing. Instead of getting in a workout, it's the fact that you chose pizza over, you know, eating a more nutritious, more nutritionally dense meal over time. All those decisions that you were making 
are on you. So when we look at this and we try and figure it out going forward, the expectation of where you are exactly to where you want to be able to go needs to be spilled out, spelled out, spilled out, whatever it may be for you guys is that, man, let's take inventory of where we currently are. And I think that that's something that if you, you're like, how do, I, how do I become consistent? Number one, number one is to accept where you currently are. Not the lie that you tell yourself in, the, you know, in your head, not the 80-20 rule. Really, where are you? What is your ability? What are your patterns? And what you probably need to give up in order to achieve the health and fitness life that you want. Now, let me just say this when I say give up, because I know that can be triggering. Like, oh man, I got to give up pizza and I got to give up cookies and I got to give up alcohol and cheese and, and hanging out with my friends and the good times and all these things. All we hear is give up, give up, restriction, restriction. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is the patterns that you had, the habits that you have are not working for you right now for what you want. That's creating stress right down the middle, internally and externally. And in order to battle that, and in order to have healthy habits that aren't stressful, that are efficient, that allow you to operate in this optimum state of what you really truly want, because what you have now is what not is not what you truly want. In order for that to happen, there needs to be a process of change. Everyone wants to be like, throw this at you. And most online trainers, coaches, influencers, the gamut, right? Well, if you're not going to change all of this, then you're not going to be able to do it. And here's the system. Here's the program. Here's the plan that's going to help you. But none of these people are willing to recognize you for where you're at. I just strongly believe that. I don't believe there, there is enough support online to say, let me meet you where you're at. Let me understand you and your abilities, your goals, what your current habits are, and what needs to happen. And when I said restriction and cut back and cut out and change, here's what needs to happen. In order for patterns to become consistent, in order for us to practice for things to come become permanent, there's stages. There's the cutback stage. Right? First, the acknowledgement. Then there's the cutback stage. Then there's the reduction stage. Then there's the possibility of cutting out. And then there is the point of hyper-focus on what you may want. And all of that involves consistency, consistency, consistency. All of the same behavior, right? First, I'm just acknowledging where I'm at and cutting back. So the easy answer would be, I acknowledge that I drink uh, every night I have two drinks a night and it's just because I'm stressed and I'm, uh, you know, and it's a, so if we can acknowledge that alcohol is an obstacle, the second thing would be to be like, well, how do we deal with that? Because I like alcohol and it really does help me sleep and I need it. Can we reduce those actions? Can you possibly go to one or how about you know, instead of having two full drinks, you have two half drinks. Or can you drink Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday? So you're cutting two days out. 
This is a reduction for you to begin to understand where you're at and to build behaviors. You're like, well, now I understand that I can reduce, that I can make it through life, that I can actually have patterns that will produce what I want to be able to do. Then we start to acknowledge how are we feeling. Any better? Any worse? Is it tougher? Is it more, is it more difficult? Is it easier? Am I sleeping better? And then we go into the next phase and we reduce again. So then we're sitting there saying to ourselves, okay, all right, maybe I was drinking two. Maybe I am drinking one now. And maybe you're at that phase of drinking one and you can then start to do it every other day. Habit, consistency, stack it. Rather than I just had to cut it out and I had to count macros and I count my calories and I use my fitness pail and I log it all. That stresses me out just saying it. You can hear the flexion in my voice. Holy cow, I got to reduce that much of everything and count everything. That's a plan I guarantee you, even at my level and the way that I am, I will fail unless there is some giant, giant outcome that I think that I'm going to benefit from. And even talking to you guys right now, I can't think of that outcome. So it's not happening. It's just going to be pure stress to me. Not, it's not going to be a behavior that I'm going to take with me to go, for, to go further in my identity and in my lifestyle and in my health. This is just reduction. And all I'm teaching myself is how to take things out of my life and be restricted. Not reduction, but restricted. I don't want to live in restriction. I must want to live in a life where I'm thriving. And if I'm not thriving, I need to take a long look at where I'm at how I got there, and then what do I need to reduce to begin to build some patterning in different areas? That's the number one place in practicing to build consistency. And that, that's giving that you're on one end of the spectrum, right? Like, and I think you, you could do that for the person that is 30 plus with body fat to the person that's 20 plus with body fat. Consistency, reduce you know, and then you come in and then you start to look at how can you reduce even further, cut back, reduce. Oh, I can do that. Did I have to do it in 30 days? No, no, you didn't. And if you didn't do it in 30 days, you don't feel like a failure. Oh, I didn't do it. Like I just couldn't do it. Like, I, I needed to have a drink tonight. I had a tough day at work. Okay. Let's build the patterning. Let's break the pattern of the old with the pattern of the new. That's it. Like you're not completely taking it away, but rather beginning to expose yourself to feeling different, to thinking different, to sleeping better and getting results. Maybe they're visual, maybe they're weight, you know, maybe it's energy, maybe it's clarity. And this is just alcohol as a choice. Um, and I only say that because right now, due to everything, everyone's drinking more. And it seems to be a, a an incredible self-medicator. And, you know, you can throw marijuana into that too, right? Like the use of, of, of you know, medical marijuana and weed, you know, to be able to help people at the same level as alcohol. Same thing. Same, same. It's not any different. I, you know, I don't have any, I don't frown on either one. You know, I just say, I think they're equal and I think they're equally beneficial as they are equally an obstacle to health. So it just depends on how you need to be able to use them for you. That's all I'm going to say, moving on. But once we've established this whole entire, you know, understanding where we're at, then get into this, 
okay, I need to cut backstage or reduce stage. Then we start to look at what stage are we in as far as movement stage? Like what workout program should I do? Most people are like, oh, I've been doing this particular program. And I'm using these pronouns, obviously, right? Because I'm not supporting anyone's progress. Um, but you're like, oh, I'm doing a strength conditioning program. I'm doing a 30-day program. I'm doing a 60-day program. I'm doing the same thing Lisa's doing or, or, or Tom is doing. I want to be able to do the thing. Let me just ask you this. Do you have the ability to do the program that Tom is doing? Are you in the same physical condition that Tom is doing? doing it? Did Tom make a good decision in choosing the program that he needed to do? Does he understand the, the, the patterns that he needs to do, be able to develop in this stage? And does he understand the expectations of success in this stage? Those, those things are monumentally big considerations in being able to prolong your consistency and prolong your practicing. If you're somebody who is new to working out or has gained a considerable amount of weight, I 100% don't believe that you should be working out. Yeah, I just said it. I don't believe that you should have dumbbells in your hands, doing strength conditioning, having a back day, having, you know, like a push-pull day. I, I don't believe it. Unless that is something that's going to help you with your consistency. If that is like, hey, I'm the guy, you know, that needs a little bit of those types of things to feel good about myself in my journey, good. But I'm telling you where I've seen the most success with people that are in that particular position, in that phase, is helping them with their consistency over time, which would be as simple as, when was the last time you went for a 30-minute walk three times a week? Most people say never. Most people say, I don't do it. And you're like, okay, can you do it? Can you do it without your hips hurting? Do you have the ability to go out and walk? Are you on a treadmill? Can you do that for 30 minutes continuously for four weeks? Three times a week, zone two cardio, can you do that? while reducing some of the nutrition behaviors and patterns that you've had. That's hard for most people. So why should they be doing back and buys, chest and tries, you know, cardio blitz, whatever you want to call it? You should be developing the ability to consistently show up, consistently think about your health, consistently move, create some endurance, and then stack on top of that once you've created that consistency. Once you practice that behavior, guess what happens? The next phase, the next level of detail to your health and fitness goals becomes less stressful, less stress, less wanting to go and do the behaviors that you had in the past that weren't getting to you to where you wanted to be. Less stress, less alcohol, less weed, less binge eating, less benders, less sugar, less, you know, uh, snacking, less, you know, less everything. More sleep, though. So when you think about developing these habits and these patterns in this way that you, you've been doing for a very long time and you were unhealthy for a period of time, thinking that you could fix that is insane. It is. 
I'm, I'm, I'm all for having a really good, hard conversation with you, but it's, it's, it's problematic and it's going to cause you to resent your fitness. It's going to cause you to be stressed out about your health. And it's going to cause you to want hamburgers, to want fat, high fat foods, processed foods, whatever your go-to are, cookies, McDonald's, fast food, whatever it is, you're going to resent. And then you're not going to build patterns and habits that you can fall back on. I do see people that are like, oh, I'm going to jump ahead. Like I'm going to go all in and I'm going to sprint and they achieve these results. Like Biggest Loser, right? And I got no shame towards Biggest Loser. I know some of the people that worked on the show and I know what they did. They helped out a lot of people. But unfortunately, since they were into getting results in a very quick period of time to show you were able to do this during this whole season, we got you to this point, this before and after, this transformation. What didn't happen there was the development of patterns. What happened there was high level coaching that people had to abide by very strict rules or they would be off the show and then they wouldn't be helped with their health and fitness. So when you look at it that way, most of those people in Biggest Loser gained a lot of their weight back because they weren't able to develop the patterning and the habits that they could fall back on when stress occurred in their life because we're all gonna experience stress and there's no way that we can do it. But when you hack ahead, you got nothing in between to fall back on. So you fall back to the original state that you were in, which then produces the poor behavior or the health or the identity that you had back then. It's a big deal. So being able to understand that you're going to create these patterns that you're going to be able to fall back on and understand the expectations of that particular phase that you are in is going to be some of the greatest advice that I could ever give you. Thinking that you should be one and done 30, 60, 90, it's not going to happen. And you're going to become overwhelmed and you're going to quit and you're going to become upset with fitness. And that's the last thing I want anybody to to be is upset with their health and fitness because truthfully, we only got so much time on, on this planet. You know, we're constantly getting reminders that it's inevitable that we're not going to be here. So what do we got to be able to do? We got to be able to live large. We got to be able to play large and we've got to be able to live and love large to the people that are around us. And the only way that that can happen is be as healthy as we possibly can and not just get by. To those of you who are letting your health slip, who are not even considering it to be a priority, the cliche statement is, if health isn't a priority, it will come, become a priority when it's the only thing that you have. When you are unhealthy, it becomes the only priority. So let's see what we can do to increase our progress towards our health. So We've got this expectations or we've got, we've got understanding where we're at. We've got practicing. We've got the ability to say, hey, no matter where I am in that phase, I need to then be able to choose a program or a system that is right for me. And I truly believe I'm going to release this really soon, a breakdown of what phase are you in? what you should be concentrating on, the expectations that you should be doing, the patterns that you should be developing, working on it right now with Fit Identity. It's one of the biggest things that I want to be able to launch this year because I feel that there are a lot of companies out there that are saying, here's what we have, transaction, buy it, go do it. Buy it, go do it. Buy it, go do it. The problem is, is that they're marketing to your emotions and your triggers and not to where you're at. 
I just want you to know where you're at so you can choose what you want, what, what's good for you so that you can maintain it and that you can practice to make permanent. That's what I want. I want everyone to be healthy. Whatever health is, whatever fit is to you, I want everyone to be healthier than what you are so that you can contribute to yourself, your lifestyle, the visions you have in your head, and to the people around you. It's big to me. So this whole idea of trigger marketing and you know wellness marketing and pain marketing and transactions is not, in the, not, is not the business I'm in. I'm in the business of helping you understand where you're at and, 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 and then be able to coach you through phases and then be able to have you have this relationship that's positive and less stressful than you currently do with your health. That's ultimately what I want to be able to do. So that was a great tangent. Let's move on past that. But it's the passion that I have and why I really am going to push into fit identity. Think, eat, and move. That's it. Back behind me, you see it all. Um, so once we, once you're able to understand this, right, and you're like, all right, I get where I need to, to work on. I get where I'm at. I get the habits that I need to start to form. I get that I can go through a procedure, a process to form habits to then be able to increase the details of my plan. That's ultimately what, what, what I want you to be able to grasp is that your plan, depending on your, where you're at, will reflect the details that you need to have. But most of you, if you could please, after this show, stop doing programs, plans, and systems that are not for you and that are creating hacks and gaps and jumps and situations where movement's important. You're like, this is great. I just want to be able to move. And I'm not saying everyone needs a six-pack and a transformation and extremely low body fat. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if you are in a position that you're on a health journey, we've got to develop some consistent patterns so that you can have momentum. You'll hear me say this over. Consistency to momentum to success. That's the roadmap. If you do something consistent, you will have momentum. If you have momentum, you will generate success. That's, that's the easiest roadmap ever. And if you start to look and break down your, your own ideology of yourself and say, do I have consistency? No. Well, that's what you need to work on. Not your momentum. You need to work on your consistency, right? Like, like that's ultimately one of the biggest things. Am I consistent? No. Well, okay. Why am I not consistent? Well, maybe it's because your plan is too detailed. Maybe it's because you're not being honest with yourself. Maybe because you are not, um, cutting back or reducing and you're trying to cut out and you're not at that point of that type of patterning and habits and behavior. This is why people are failing in health and fitness. It's because they're given programs that are too detailed for them. Way too detailed in a timeline that is way too short. And that's why you hear all the people talk about restrict. It's too restrictive. Of course it's too restrictive because you didn't go through the phase of reduction and cut back and continue to cut back so that you could develop patterns so that you could understand so that you are then saying, oh my gosh, I'm really not cutting back. I'm just eating more and I'm eating more high quality foods because it's easier for me to do that rather than I need to see results. So I'm going to go on this 1200 calorie diet and I'm going to work out six days a week and I'm going to do doubles and I'm going to go nuts. And it's going to, it's going to make me, you know, out to be this ripped monster. You're like, and then you're miserable. And then everyone's like, oh, my mental health is off. 
I just need, you know, I, I need a break. And, and in order for me to reset, you know what I need? Hamburgers and, and, and booze and, and benders and, and, and ice cream and cookies. All good things. But not the way they used to use them in the past. And not as, 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 as like a, a good time, a, a dopamine medicator. I think that that's, you know, really the way I feel about it is like, I like hamburgers. I, I like all the things that's on everyone's no list, right? Like in general, I do. But if I want to live a certain lifestyle and I want to be a certain person and I want to feel a certain way, I know that I have to give up certain things. It's why I've given up alcohol right now in general. Like it's off my table because I know that that is an obstacle to the way that I feel. I feel amazing. I feel so good. I feel high energy. I feel, you know, Rob Deerdick made a, made a uh, podcast the other day, which I listened to. Go listen to Rob. I, I, I don't know the name of the podcast, but um, Rob Deerdick. Um, and he talked about how when he stopped eating sugars and he stopped snacking, that he started to feel new energy. And he started to feel an abundance of energy. And then he started to talk about how he is an abundance energy attractor now because he's giving an abundance of energy. And therefore, that abundance energy was his law of attraction. And then he got an offer on a certain company that he has um, that was much more than he ever thought that he would end up being you know, being, uh, getting an offer for. And, and from somebody he never thought he was going to get the offer from. It was from a friend. So feeling this way is a new feeling to people. But the only way you can start to feel that is through gradual change and not through this high-powered restriction. And, and I hope that the majority of you guys listening, this is eye-opening to you to say, wow, I've been trying to do something too detailed. I've been trying to do something too stressful. Don't get me wrong. Whatever phase you're in, you should be working on goals. You should be working on a timeline. You should be working on habits and, and patterns. You can't just go, I'm in this phase, and well, when I'm out of the phase, I'm out of the phase. Like, you should be if you're trying to work to progress your identity and change into, the, into a new phase. If not, you will continue to be where you were. And if you jump ahead, you won't have the patterns to fall back on. And I think that that's one of the biggest eye openers after talking to so many clients, thousands of clients. But when I started to listen as of lately, I started to understand that when I was talking personally to my friends, my family, my clients, that they were starting in a position with their health and fitness with systems, plans that they had no business starting with. They were too strict and they were not specific to them and where they were at with their, their own health and fitness. And then a lot of, a lot of them are start and stoppers. And they feel overwhelmed. You know what I got as an answer to was, but I can still, I, I can still lift. I can still do, you know, I can do curls. I can bench. I can do these things. Of course you can do those things. You're alive. Of course you can. Should you be doing them? No. Is that the system that's going to develop 
and help you get to where you want to be so that you are efficient, so that you have high energy, so that you can achieve the goals and the new identity that you want? The life that you want? No. No. Because you're not being honest of what you really need is consistency. What you really need is to show up. What you really need is to prove to yourself that you need to develop the pattern of practice makes permanent. That you need to develop a reduction. You need to develop then cutting back. You need to develop the ability to walk. That you need to have this mindset that 30 days is great for three days a week. Now we're going to up it to three to five days a week. I'm feeling good. I'm generating what I need to be able to do. Once you're able to do those things and prove to me, if I was your coach, if you can prove to me you can do those things, then you should jump ahead. You should move to the next phase. If not, you're testing in and thinking that you can just jump ahead. And, and it's very difficult to work with those people. Because they may or may not think that it's about money or they think that their ability outweighs where they're actually at. Because your ability to work out is not a reflection of your ability to show up. Your ability to eat is not a reflection of your ability to reduce. Those things need to happen and they need to happen subconsciously. They need to happen without thought. They, they need to happen with the least amount of stress so that your body's not inflamed, so that you're sleeping well, so you feel good about yourself. So you understand what you're doing is going to stick and stay. So as I begin to end this and, and, and think about all you guys is really take inventory of where you're at. If you're just here to show up, burn calories and stay fit and move, cool. I think a lot of people could do that. But if you don't have that ability... We've got to develop some consistency. If you're in a position that you want to elevate your fitness levels because you're at maybe 15 to 20% and you're like, hey, I want to dial it in. I want to lose the bloat. Or I want to lose the lower stomach. That's a different detailed plan because a 15% to 20% body fat person has already got some habits in there and patterns that work well for them that have allowed them to get to a certain phase because they're already doing those things. But they may need to reduce in other areas or cut out. They may already be reducing. They might need to cut back. And that's why they're able to have a more detailed plan with their workouts. Those people might not need to walk because as far as I'm concerned, the phases go, learn to walk, Learn to walk more. Learn to add in total body strength and conditioning and walking. Then learn to add in more of a program for your results. Then be able to have a program 
with a higher nutrition plan, because obviously all the things start to happen with nutrition during that stage too, right? First, you're in that cutback stage, and then you're in you know re- reduced cutback, and then you're cut out. All three things that move down that ladder along with the workouts that you're doing, and as you get to those different stages, you end up, being like, all right, well, I already know how to reduce and I already know how to, you know, to cut back. And I, now I cut out and w- you may have already cut certain things out and you're at this lower body fat. You already know the patterning. You got to go through it again. You're like, all right, well, now I got to tighten the nutrition as I become more specific with my workouts. And as you get into that 15%, you know, under 15%, it's really about your nutrition less than it is about your workouts. If you can show up consistently to your workouts and perform at an intense level, it's really about your nutrition. I mean, you could do total body workouts that are absolutely phenomenal to get down to 10%. You don't have to do legs and back and buys. You don't have to. So I hope that this helps you guys. I hope that this gives you some thought of where you're at, what you're doing, how to help yourself, how to develop consistency in what you're doing. If you need help selecting, uh, you know, what phase you're in or where you're at, um, I'd be more than happy to do that. I'm going to launch the, the, the whole entire graphics and everything, uh, defining what stage you're in and understanding the expectations of what you need to be able to do and the patterns that you need to be able to do it, as well as identifying the current patterns and the current position that you're in. I think that's one of the biggest things is being able to identify where you're at. If you're in that position and if you're the type of person that wants to work with somebody who's dedicated to you and is, you know, who wants to better their lives, you know, I'm not really good and never was really good when I was training. When people were like, hey, I just want to train to train. I was always a person that wanted to train a client that was really looking to make a difference in their lives and change and upgrade, you know, level up, you know, uh, I mean, level up. That seems to be the cool thing to say right now. Um, and I think I've heard it about 18,000 times. So that's why I threw that in there. Not because I've heard it, not because I believe it. But if you're looking to upgrade and you're looking to change your identity, then reach out to me. Let's talk. You know, because I want your visions to be your real life. All right, guys, that's it. Um, I will talk to you guys soon. Until then, we can all do better. We can all think, eat, and move in better ways. Talk to you soon.